Hi, my name is Gus, and this year I turned 50 and hit official menopause. I have a dream where every woman past 40 looks forward to, even prepares for, and feels excited about the richness, the potential, the opportunities that await her as she makes the transition from mother to menopause. This podcast was born out of my desire to bring these conversations out into the open for more ears to hear. I sense there is a quiet revolution underway where a new story around menopause and the years leading up to it is being reclaimed and rewritten by the women who are choosing to make this transition in their own way. Women who want to break free from the cultural expectations of how this phase of our life should play out and look. From experience, I know this takes inner work and being truly unapologetically ourselves, but it is potent and available to every single woman who wants it. This podcast is an invitation to open your mind and heart to relish even in the possibilities and opportunities that I believe this part of our life journey offers us. I'll be having conversations with women in their 40s and 50s who are navigating this transition and rewriting their menopause story in their own unique way to one that is much more fulfilling, enriching and meaningful than we might have been led to believe was possible. You will no doubt hear how change is embraced rather than feared, how vibrant and exciting life can be at this age. My intention with these conversations is that they are thought-provoking, expansive and uplifting, that they inspire feelings of curiosity, open-heartedness and courage. These stories of ours are not prescripted. They are ours to write or rewrite. And this feels like true freedom to me. Welcome to Rewriting Menopause Stories. Today I am chatting with Sally Webb. I loved this conversation with Sally. I found it really inspiring because Sally's someone who's eight years ahead of me at 58. And so to hear her story through perimenopause, through the transition into menopause and a little bit beyond, um, to hear that whole story and to feel how excited she is about this phase of her life was for me uh, just truly uh, just spoke to my heart completely and I hope it does to yours. I really love to hear how she is how she feels like she's reconnected to a younger version of herself um, a version of herself that kind of got put, put aside got suppressed when she was very young and now coming into this menopause phase she is reconnecting with the magic and wonder that she felt and knew she had as a as a young child and I just felt that was so beautiful to listen to and I feel like if you've listened to previous episodes on this podcast you will start to feel and sense this through line this this thread that connects all the stories where something comes up health-wise in some form or another and how it's it's a bit like a reckoning it's a bit like a moment in time where there's a decision to 
move in a new direction or move in a direction which your gut your intuition is leading you in as opposed to doing you know following the the most trodden path and doing what other people are telling you to do kind of this the surge comes in and you feel like no you're going to do it your way and that decision then leads you into discovering all sorts of things about yourself and takes you on a journey and I just I just love having these conversations so much. I'm not going to talk anymore because I'm going to leave you with this fascinating chat that I've had with Sally. I really hope you enjoy it as much as I do. So here we are. Welcome, Sally. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for um, coming to have this chat with me. I have no idea whether we'll get peace and quiet because my kids are downstairs and might pop in at any any moment, hopefully not. But um, I'm excited to have this chat with you since you sent me a message about your experience of menopause in a very brief like message. I was like, oh, I want to chat further with you about, about how it's been for you. And what I love to ask all my guests to start with is really what was what was your imprint or impression of perimenopause and menopause before you even got there yourself. So whether that was from your mother's experience or whether it was from friends or aunties or, you know, culture at large, what impression did you have of perimenopause, menopause kind of in your thirties before you got there? Mm. Um, It was interesting because I left home at quite an early age to sort of travel overseas. So I never really spoke to my mother about this. Um, she also had a very early hysterectomy at 32. So um, I think her experience was quite sort of different to sort of what mine would have been anyway. And it was, there was not much spoken about it. I mean, I was, I'm a child of the sort of like the 60s. So it was kind of not a taboo subject, but it was just not spoken about. Um, definitely not in my family so much. Um, but yeah, I I heard bits and pieces about it. I didn't even know about perimenopause until I almost got to that stage. <laughs> I just thought it was just menopause and that was it. Um, I sort of knew that there were going to be symptoms and things. Wasn't too sure exactly what they were going to be. Um, I just knew that I was going to go through this transition into old age. That was how I saw it, um, or had heard it being described as. And so it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to be old once I hit that. And then I, I just remember thinking when I first heard that, I thought, that that's not going to be. I'm not going to be old when that happens to me. Um, but as I say at that stage too I was sort of like in my early 30s and and there still wasn't the internet then or anything there was no sort of real information Um, and I came across a book called My Life So Far by Jane Fonda and it was actually her describing her or she divided her life into three acts sort of like child into sort of like young woman and then motherhood into the menopause and so that was kind of like the first real information I had about it um you know where I sort of learned a bit more about what I could expect and and all that sort of thing so I learned it through a book by Jane Fonda (laughs) which is kind of crazy really but yeah yeah that is crazy isn't it but 
it, it just it, for me it just is evidence of where we're at around this whole phase I know it is talked about a little bit more but it's interesting to to hear everybody's different imprints um for the most part it is this thing of like well I just it, I didn't know you know my mother didn't yeah. tell me much about it um or it was more negative uh, it's, it's very interesting how quiet it is around the around the conversations around this because and I and I wonder why that is I mean is it because mm. oh it's like women just don't want to think about it yeah yeah it, it's interesting I think it, it's um because I'm really into sort of ceremony and ritual and everything and I just think it's it was it you know patriarchy came along all that sort of thing it was kind of suppressed mm. that sort of information and that gathering of women I think they feared that so those sort of like traditions or you know in my experience anyway like it just wasn't spoken about and if you did hear it it was um I actually sort of initially heard about it through my male doctor mm. um and um you know so from a female perspective I hadn't sort of you know garnered much information about it at all as I say it came through Jane Bond's book but yeah, it's interesting. I, I yeah. think that's definitely something that has to change. So what you're doing here is brilliant because I think we just need to be more open about discussing it. And and it's not such a terrible thing to sort of like, you know, it's going to be happening in the future kind of thing. It's, it's exactly. not that at all. Yeah. yeah. So where would you, where would you place yourself on your perimenopause or menopause kind of journey? Where do you think um, you are? I, I'm I've been in menopause now for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, so when did yeah. that happen for you? When did um, your period stop? I started going through the perimenopause stage, oh, sort of like around forty-five. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fifty-eight now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, around forty-five, and uh, sort of noticed the symptoms of me, like putting a little bit of weight around around the middle. Um, energy was going down because it always been quite energetic um found it trouble to um you know like hard to sleep at night um they weren't sort of massive shifts and and I suppose that lasted I suppose the whole process up until now it's been like well it's been 12 12 years and yeah so it was around sort of 2000 end of 2016 I went into menopause like moved into menopause you know when my period stopped yeah yeah and so mid 40s you noticed some physical changes and shifts yes. or effects yes. you. do you remember any more mental emotional shifts happening and did they happen around that same time or could you now looking back with hindsight can you track that back even earlier um no I, I felt okay for a few years I noticed the physical changes first and then it was probably about two years like around 47 I noticed like my hairline was receding and I was losing hair and I was thinking okay all right (laughs) I'm not really happy with this (laughs) I'm gonna go to the doctor and get a checkup and um so I went along to the doctor and he sort of like did the tests and he said yes you're in perimenopause and he said you have thyroid problems um 
and he wrote me out a prescription and sort of like sent me on my way and I just remember thinking at that point "Mm, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to fill this prescription I've got to find out something about this because at that point I was sort of like you know starting to like you say the emotional side starting to feel this it was quite an intense need to release to cleanse myself almost mm-hmm. um hard to describe really i i looked into doing um detoxes and as i say like at that point even then it wasn't really that easy to sort of like find information um i didn't really sort of know what was happening to me it was like you know the mental side of things um you have to go into what that actually looked like for you the sort of mental emotional side of things yeah it was it was just I would get stressed which is something that I don't normally do um I'd get anxiety which is something I hadn't normally had um and and it was it was almost like it was almost like um it was almost like I was feeling this, this need to awaken. Um, it was kind of like this depression. It, I, it was definitely like a release thing. Like it was almost like all these emotions were welling up in me. And it was kind of like I said to you, um, I've said to you previously, like I've been working on my voice. That that was something that was coming up. Um it, it was just a needing to to release, yeah. So I did. I did. I, I went on a, a an interesting experience with this elimination diet, and that sort of like started the whole process and the whole understanding of what it was like to listen to your body and what it was like to tune into your body. And from there, that was where I sort of like had the guidance to sort of like help me with the sort of like the you know these emotions and things that were coming up that I didn't know what to do with um so yeah that's that's where all that started that's amazing and I'm so I'm so curious about that because I'm talking to women and I'm starting to see this this general theme where there's something that comes up like you've described you had these you know, you suddenly found you weren't able to cope with stress like you used to, and, you know, you experienced anxiety when you didn't used to before. So definite shifts and changes in your normal kind of operating character, as it were. Mm-hmm. And yet there's, and then you're given the prescription and mm-hmm. there's something inside of you, like there's this sense of intuition guidance that wells yeah. up enough for you to listen to it and go, hmm, no, this doesn't feel right. So I'm going to, look in this direction I'm going to you know there's almost like a breadcrumb I talked about something this with someone is you suddenly get this breadcrumb place and you kind of follow it and it leads you through and out um or or helps you to go through and deal with and process what has come up would you Mm. kind of do you feel that that's yeah yeah and and um it was like I said with the voice and everything when I was young I was very intuitive um sort of like psychic so I I would see things and I would tell people I would see things and that was very very much suppressed and I think I sort of didn't trust my inner guidance for so long Mm. um it was it was very much uh, suppressed and I think when this change started happening um 
and and I'll sort of like explain a little bit about it later you know further along here but it it was it was just like this welling up of of like I need to release I need to release not just physically but you know internally and um you know tune into what what is guiding me here it was just yeah I walked right past that pharmacy after he gave me the prescription and I, it was just like this resounding no like just go and do that diet you've been looking into which was a, as I say it wasn't a diet as such it wasn't to lose weight it was to get rid of inflammation and all that sort of thing I just really felt this overwhelming need to release in so many ways and on so many levels Mm-hmm. And I mm. love that because I feel like, um, you know, see if, if perimenopause, menopause was to be a season, it's autumn. It's definitely autumn. Mm, and it's true. that season of release, shedding, letting go of things that don't serve you anymore, dissolving stuff, like really just reckoning with where you're at and deciding, yeah. right, this is what, how I want to be going forwards. And therefore, these things don't serve me anymore. They might have in the past and thank you, kind of this gratitude, but now, no thanks. It's got to be reworked. And I've definitely seen this gently happen in my in my last 10 years as I've gone through perimenopause. And it's so interesting that you immediately use those words release, that it welled up in you. Um, so you found this elimination diet, which funny enough was the start of me shifting and changing my health. When I was 43, that was the the, the, the turning point the pivot point was yeah. the elimination diet as well so and um, that's really interesting that it was the same thing for both <laughs> of us um so you found this elimination diet you followed it and kind of what what came out of that what's what was your journey through that what happened to the anxiety and everything that you've expressed you know dealing with well it was it was called the clean diet by dr alejandro younger and it was about um inflammation in the body and how was that the one you did yes of course it was <laughs> how amazing oh. but it was it was just you well you know you eliminate so many different food groups like I mean you know there's usual suspects like gluten sugar alcohol coffee dairy you know all that sort of thing but there were other ones nightshades and eggs and, and everything as well so you're I remember like the first 10 days were just terrible. I felt horrible and I'd always thought that I'd been sort of, you know, healthy, but (laughs) I just realized, wow. But it was the clarity that came after that. It was like a mental fog was lifted. I had so much energy, my my energy came back. Um, My skin was clear. I even had my hair growing back and I'm just thinking, well, this is it. This is, you know, I've found the solution. (laughs) But I think what I garnered out of that whole experience more than anything was that once you start introducing, reintroducing the different food groups once at a time, one at a time, um, you really learn to listen to your body. And I think it was through the clarity of my body being clean that I really started hearing like this intuition coming back, this this soul connection coming back, like I was listening to my heart more. There was a deeper connection, a deeper soul connection that was sort of like coming. I was sort of like starting to connect more into, you know, the psychic abilities were coming back and 
it was it was just really interesting and and I just sort of thought well my body is super smart and I've been ignoring it all this time like this is what's going to guide me through this transition and it has like I mean I've adjusted things as I've gone like something works for a while and then it changes and really just tuning into the body and I do do that cleanse still every like some once at least once a year sometimes two or three times and each time it's just kind of like I go off on a different path and it, it just seriously has guided me through and I would say that my menopause um I mean you know like the perimenopause was relatively compared to some of my friends quite easy I never got hot flashes and never got night sweats it was always the only thing I really sort of like had problems with was just a little bit of extra weight and every now and then sort of like having low energy but um it's it's been sort of kind of easy and I think a lot of that too came with the mindset of just trusting your body's knowledge and your body your body is super smart and I really feel like our womb space is connected to the earth. Like it's it's it goes through these changes just like the earth has gone through its change, it, you know, all the changes since it began and you have the seasons within each cycle. Um, you know, there's just a huge connection there. And, you know, so you have all this wisdom um that's there to guide you through you know your way I think everybody's experience of the menopause is so different but if you tune in I think the guidance is there to help you transition it as easily as possible I really do believe that yeah I love all of that Sally so so much I really resonate with it all and I, I'm just fascinated by you you describing how intuitive and psychic you were as a young girl and how that got sort of pushed and pushed out of your suppressed and what mm -hmm. like what age do you feel like that got hidden do you remember was um, it kind of were you like yeah. yeah I think it was around four or five so um, really like I, I was the, definitely the back sheep of the family I mean I just had different viewpoints on things um, I remember saying certain things and I'd be looked at like, oh, my God, she is so strange. Because <laughs> there was no one like that in my family. Um, it's interesting. They say you choose the family that you're born into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like, so, why? why? <laughs> yeah. What was but, that about? What was I there? What was, what was my learning point there? So exactly. you, you think it was as young as four or five that were you four, stopped? Four, five, six. Yeah, when I was at school, I remember people looking at me strange too, and I would sort of make certain comments or like, oh my gosh, did you see that? And mm. no, no. Mm. <laughs> I, I felt like enough. a weirdo. And so I started to feel very uncomfortable. I mean, especially as a child in the 60s. I mean, we're like, you know, much more conformist attitude back then as well. Mm. Um, and And so like to fit in basically and not sort of like be totally sort of left out on my own I sort of did I suppressed it mm. and so that as you got your first period as a teenage young teenage girl and went through your teens you don't recall any flashes of that intuition coming back was it well and truly hidden 
you'd kind of well I didn't get my first period until I was 17 okay like I was a really late starter apparently my mum was as well and I remember when the you know she sent me to the doctor saying okay let's just go check everything's okay Mm -hmm. and the doctor just sort of said you're fine he said you're just probably a late starter and expect the early menopause but um you know it, it didn't work out that way but um 17 I think by then I was just too I I was very intuitive with my plants around then plant medicine Mm -hmm. like I've always been connected to like herbs and things like that of all you know that was um I really got into it around that age um and just you know that sort of connect I and and it was all very intuitive because where I grew up in New Zealand it was just really like midwest 50s usa kind of thing it was just backwards (laughs) and there was no information about herbs or anything so a lot of that was understanding what the herbs did and everything that a lot of that in the beginning was very intuitive until i sort of like waited six months for a book to arrive from the states kind of thing so um yeah it was um I think that's the only point that it really sort of came back. And then it was just like, well, I want to fit in. I want to be like a teenager. I want to do this, that, and the other. And and so, yeah, again, it was suppressed to to fit in, basically. Fascinating. So basically your intuition was, was kind of working with plant allies, but your mm. kind of intu- your connection to your body was kind of to your, your yourself and your body's wisdom was kind of locked down for quite a while. And I think this is such a you know it's a common thing for women to experience for sure um obviously for different reasons possibly but general there's a general reason as well isn't there this is this kind of i feel separating women from their trusting their bodies mm-hmm. which you know you mentioned the patriarchy earlier is definitely coming from that culture out there um the culture at large media consumerist kind of culture where we're just always looking outwards aren't we for answers for you know that's where we plug into and it's very rare to find you know obviously more and more it's happening but I find that yeah tuning into yourself and looking to your body to tell you understanding even how to listen to your body you know understanding that symptoms Mm. are really your body just trying to tell you that something's up and something's out of balance and you know we've been gone so far down this quick fix kind of mask the symptom route that it Mm -hmm. stops us from being able to read into and intuit what else is going on behind the scenes to create that symptom so it's really lovely to hear how this perimenopause kind of enabled you to reconnect deeply with your body again and your intuition around your body wisdom I just love that Yes, yeah, no, it it was, it was, um, it has been, it's just, and that's what's made this whole, whole transition so exciting, it's Mm. it's just like I'm stepping back into me, without all the clutter, without all the worrying about what other people think, and it it is, you're really, you know, um, not sweating the small stuff anymore, you're just yourself, you become more and more yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. A rebirth into yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And it's exciting. 
because so, you still have energy and you still have sort of like a lot of life ahead of you. So it's just like, oh, well, what am I going to do with all this? Yeah. yeah. The opportunity and possibility is, is huge. Absolutely. Mm. So, you, yeah. so you, you kind of got onto this elimination diet clean journey which I really resonate with because I literally went on that same journey myself and it was like a revelation. It was like, what? I had no idea that eating gluten, which was my thing, made me, made all these things happen that I've been living with for so long. And when I don't eat it, oh my gosh, I feel completely different. Um, And like you described, it gave me a new lease of energy. It gave me incredible clarity. It was just phenomenal. It was a real... It was a real, um, I'd always trusted in plants and food, but there was something in that experience that really confirmed to me how much food could be medicine. It really was like, mm-hmm. wow, there's no, I can't deny this. This is right smack in my face, you know? Yes. So evident as to how much better I could feel simply from changing the way I ate. So it was a real um, important lesson for me to have learned and did definitely change the trajectory in what I was doing, you know, in my life. Um, but as you went through this journey, I'm curious to know whether it then informed change beyond the kitchen. Like, I don't know, relationships, the jobs you were doing, the way you led your life. Were there any changes in those areas at all? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was in a long term relationship at the time and um, I was basically I came to the realization I was living his life, um, you know, I was working on boats at the time on sail yachts and he was in the industry so it was just easier to be in that industry too otherwise I would never see him so and then I just realized I'm spending all this time doing you know working all these hours doing something I do not like and um yeah so there was a lot of sort of like emotion that was like well okay if I'm going to stay with this guy um I really do have to sort of stay with the boat thing otherwise there are no options because of languages and things like that for me um so it was it was it was knowing that I was going to have to uproot my whole life and just make a massive change um and you know once I made that decision it it was okay but building up to that and to make that decision was was really hard Mm. um we're still good friends (laughs) it's just yeah our lives just not connected and he's still doing his thing and and now I'm discovering what it is that I'm really meant to be doing you know so you found the courage to make that change to that obviously hard change to leave a relationship yes yeah um yeah it was it was a hard change and it was just like you know it was kind of easy as well so it was kind of like well you know if I'm going to uproot myself and well you know from the relationship I am used to moving around and moving somewhere but to actually start doing things for myself again that was kind of like where that was where like tuning into the sort of like me um, and and getting back into meditation and and using the plant allies and everything really helped support me in understanding that you know I have to do this if, if I'm going to be myself otherwise I'm always going to be a version of someone else you know so there was no option I knew there was no option 
but it was just yeah I had to sort of spend a bit of time sort of transitioning into that sort of mindset but definitely meditation uh you know ritual all that sort of thing it, it definitely had did support that and made it you know easier in the long run mm. that's yeah it's so interesting you describing that you know I, I often see things like in patterns uh, and it, it just reminds you of that way that you start to realize that something has to give like you start to realize you're not happy in that situation I think this is a classic in perimenopause where we you know we we literally start to see the cracks where we might not have mm. seen them before in our life you know and instead yeah. of just quickly like turning a blind eye or just getting busy with something else or quickly plastering them over or ignoring them which is definitely I feel like um what happened to me at least you know and I've talked to other women in that kind of more um middle you know earlier life right if you're a mother or even in in that in that phase of your life even if you're not a mother but you kind of just I don't know you just put up with stuff don't you and then suddenly you get to this part of your life and it and the shifts that happen I feel in your body allow you to see things and feel like this is just not right for me and I can't even put mm. up with it I can't even pretend that it's right or if I am I'm just you know there's an element of betrayal to self mm -hmm. that is almost yes. you just can't do it anymore and if you do try to do it it actually makes you quite ill I think it actually makes you really you know those symptoms turn the dial up Yes, and you, it's interesting you saying that because around that time I, I had pneumonia, I was getting bronchitis, I was getting all sorts of things. And I think it's just, you know, it was kind of like forcing a release. And I think also the fact that it was like pneumonia and bronchitis was also like my voice coming out too. That's what I relate to, to sort of it being my a purging yeah. <laughs> for my voice. But yeah, so, but, it, but definitely the whole what had happened during that perimenopause time and even until even up until now has just been more and more releasing mm. you know um you know as I go along I mean it's less now but it, it, around that stage it was it was pretty full-on um but yeah. I <laughs> never doubted that it was wasn't the right thing to do you know I never doubted that I knew it was a process that I had to go through um you know to be happier and and more me in the long run it feels like as you describe it you were literally just walking one step every night like, closer and closer back to you mm -hmm. you know back to the true you that intuitive you yes yeah it's yeah. almost like we kind of separate from ourselves and then we almost come back to merge back into ourselves again um, yes. and obviously the degree of separation is different for each woman and that journey back is also you know can be more flowing or can be very hard if it's resisted yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. interesting and so I'm fascinated because I feel like this this whole phase is about change it's about embracing change because not many of us, not many of us arrive I believe at this phase ready to go we're already either completely unaware of it from lack mm -hmm. of information or resisting it because we have all the negative imprinting you know that yeah. it's a time to dread it's old age it's like the best parts of our life are over so there's a resistance happening and yet 
it is all about that transition. You mentioned the word transition, that transition and change. Because I know if I was to say to you, are you the same person you were 10 years ago? <laughs> You're not, are no. you? No, <laughs> no we near it. I am so much happier with who I am now than I was 10 years ago. Even though I was having a great time 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, I, you know, thought I was happy, but deep down, I think, yeah, it, it, it is. It's kind of like a wake-up call, isn't it? It's like a little jolt, and it's like, okay, time to listen. It is the time to listen. I mean, there's so many layers and aspects of the potential of this time and there's so many tangents um that you can venture on on this journey i mean it's it's really an incredibly exciting oh adventurous even time period of our lives that you know we're, we're stepping into and i just think if you just relax into that in understanding and and just not be afraid to release um oh my gosh I am so much happier now and and I think like even my friends that have been going through this as well I think it's very much the same for them um even though they sort of might have approached it in a different way they're so much happier with themselves as they are now than they were 10 years ago mm. yeah it's it's beautiful how you described it there's that element of acceptance but also I agree with you it's such an exciting um adventurous time I think it's it's been given like such bad press on the whole and mm -hmm. yet if we could just drop that story and take up a, a new one that is much more about you know this is a powerful transition you're going to need to navigate change you're going to need to reconnect with yourself truly and deeply uh, and then, you know, you're going to have all this clarity and energy to take forwards with you um, mm -hmm. because you're just, it just takes, it's so much less effort to live closer to your natural state, isn't it? Closer to who you are. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. And and like you say, I think there's, there is so much like, you know, even like anti-aging creams. I mean, like, you know, what is that about? Like, why is it so bad to age? I think it's just such an honor. I, I actually, one of my friends described it like a game, you know, like, you know, her kids play games on videos and she goes, oh, I'm up to level eight, mommy, you know, and, and she goes, well, I'm at level 53, you know. <laughs> That's how she sees it. And I think that's a great way to see it. It's just like such a privilege to have got this far and just, you know, all we've experienced and everything. And and there's just so many beautiful aspects to this um, process and transition that just, yeah, you know, accentuate the positive and, you know, <laughs> eliminate the negatives, really. Yeah. Um, we, we all cope with it and, and, you know, and there are many different amazing natural tools to help you cope with you know the different changes the physical changes especially so yeah and what so what have you so you've obviously talked about the clean diet by so clean okay. is the name of a book and I can put it in the show notes as well for anyone who's interested it's a phenomenal starting point if you really haven't done any of this work I have to say um yeah. 
And if you can follow it, even better, because you will definitely, hands down, find that you experience a different you. Um, and even that possibly some of the symptoms you're experiencing will just go away. Because <laughs> that mm. certainly happened to me and sounds like it happened to you as well. My hair um, came back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically not making any promises here, but just honestly, the yeah, you know, yeah, we, exactly. really, we really do underplay generally as a society the capacity for our bodies to heal. Like you said, they're incredible, mm-hmm. but they just need to be listened to and supported in the right way. And that's what we're just not good at because we haven't really been taught it. That's the thing. We've never really been properly taught how to do that. No. Um, mm. But if you find that key and, op- and open that door, it literally is a real journey. So besides besides that adventure with, um, you know, changing your diet um, through the clean, like I said, it's not a diet. It's just a way of eating and tuning into your body um, and nourishing it in a way that, you know, it can thrive. What were the other tools that you found really helpful and supportive for you during this phase? Well, it was interesting because I'd always been a runner. Um, I used to love running. I used to get into the zone, which I suppose at that stage would have been meditation. But at the time, I didn't sort of understand it that way. But that was my space. That was, I just loved to go out and pound the pavement or run along a country path wherever I happened to be in the world. And it was just, I loved it. Um, But as you say, listening to your body again, I started realizing, okay, that's... um, my body's starting to get tired, it's starting to get a bit sore, maybe I need to do, and, and it was actually my body and, and something came to me saying do something more gentle, and so I started power walking, but it wasn't just quite the same, so I thought I have to find something else, and then Rebounder came into my head, and I don't know if you've read up what NASA did, huge studies on rebounding for astronauts that come down onto space, and um, from space, uh, they lose bone density, so I mean it's brilliant for your bone density it's brilliant for your lymphatic system Mm -hmm. and when I get on the rebounder um I kind of listen to to you know music and dance and jump up and down and I just always have a smile on my face but it's so much more supportive of my body now and I think um going into sort of like more gentle movements like I haven't really sort of done much yoga um and uh, I started doing things like that as well so sort of like just being sort of by listening to my body sort of just learning to to just adjust mm-hmm. um you know still getting the joy out of movement but just adjusting mm-hmm. um and obviously my plant allies um you know, more recently, like two years ago, I started using cacao as well. And that has just been mind-blowing, um, you know, mind-blowingly supportive. Um, you know, my essential oils. There's actually a really good um, book by a lady called, I think it's, she's Marissa, Marissa Snyder. Mm-hmm. And she... Um, is connected to doTERRA but she's she's a natural doctor and she uses all these different formulas she uses essential oils to help you with your menopause and perimenopause she's got all these different sort of like recipes and formulas for that so I mean they most recently have been sort of really great um there was also um a lady called Dr Sarah Gottfried 
which helped me understand the different menopause symptoms that you can get and how like your hormones can react differently within all of us um so yeah so yeah I love her work too yeah yeah like I mean that was really helpful in understanding what type of menopause I was going through um so yeah no there's 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 a lot more information out there now um and there's just so many different ways that you can do it sort of like more naturally too I, I wanted most personally to do it naturally but I did have friends who went on HRT and did it differently and they they've been okay with that so I think it's just as you say listening to your body and just following its guidance yeah I agree and I think you know I I think it's a missed opportunity personally for us at this stage as women to just push through and not I call it doing the work but it's not I don't mean work and I but you know there is some sort of unraveling to do I feel within Mm -hmm. our lives to just really be really honest with ourselves about where we don't love parts of our life whether that's relationships Mm -hmm. work you know the way we the way we live and just be really honest about that and then doing something about it Um, and I feel that really that work is so important to do rather than just try and deal with these physical symptoms that will come up and just keep going you know, and keep going, because I feel like there's a, there's a point where that doesn't really serve you anymore, you know? Yes, yeah, Mm. yeah, I think that is the key thing, is just learn to listen, Yeah, you know, to what your body's telling you, and and make those adjustments, because it really is super smart, your body, (laughs) and as I say, I think there's this real earth connection, like, I always see my womb space as a connection to earth and it's almost like the holder of its wisdom. It's, um, you know, like our menstrual cycle might be, you know, getting erratic and might be slowing down, but in your, in, in that space, there then become, comes this release and then this flow of wisdom starts. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. incredible it's just so amazing I I just, okay. it is. and when you were when you were still cycling when you were still menstruating did you were you did you subtract your cycle were you very in tune with it as it moved through the four weeks you know roughly four weeks were you someone that, no no okay <laughs> I've learned about that since yeah I learned like I mean it never occurred to me that and when I look back I thought oh yeah it's like it was always on the new moon kind of thing. Like mm. <laughs> it never made that connection because back then I just wasn't listening to that sort of part of myself, you know. And yeah, it's just it's um Isn't it crazy the way we do yeah, that? This yeah, amazing I mean, thing that happens well every known. month. But again, that's just, you know, the the programming and the conditioning we've had. I mean, I mm. you had your first period when you were 17. Mine came, I think, when I was about 12 and a half 13 and I felt right. so much shame with it you know the, the that was the initial like feeling it was it was shame it was like hide it hide it yeah. you know don't let don't leak don't let anyone know you've got your period you know that was you know that was a, that was my if I, when I look back now and think about how I felt and that's how I felt that was the primary feeling I had and so mm-hmm. obviously when you're being taught to kind of 
think about it in that way and just hide it you literally hide it from your mind as well you literally you know it's like a, a pain a pain in the neck it happens once a month you know and it just is it just takes you so far from your body that way of thinking yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah now you're just so in tune with I love it I love that because when you're talking I'm thinking I'm sure she's someone that used to (laughs) track her periods and then later in life so funny no I mean I roughly knew what time it was but yeah as far as like you know connection with the yeah uh, we only feel our womb spaces like the earth you know it gets a pull of the moon just like the oceans do you know it's it's um yeah Mm. all that came afterwards because as I say that just it just wasn't anything I thought I should look into (laughs) it just wasn't there and as I say I wasn't really sort of in tune with myself Mm -hmm. my body or anything before that all that started happening so yeah it's it's been quite a revelation this time (laughs) for sure (laughs) so if you if you um if you could go back to you your younger self or to any Mm -hmm. woman that hasn't yet hit perimenopause what message would you have for her or for them i'd say don't fear fear the change at all um you know, it, it's it's a natural process <laughs> and it's not all the doom and gloom that, we, you know, so many of us hear about. It's actually a really exciting time. As I say, you sort of step into the, you know, you're more you, I think. Um, and it, there is this sort of like wisdom that comes as well. Um, it's kind of like an accumulation of all the, the lessons and things that you've learned really sort of come to the fore and you have almost like a you get regress back into childhood time and that you your curiosity is stirred your I mean honestly that the changes that have it has on your body and your um, mind is, is actually quite profound I just find it incredibly exciting this is going to be one of my most exciting periods of my life for sure so don't fear it just like embrace it and okay there are I mean it's not all plain sailing there are ups and downs but I think the guy the key there is to actually tune in tune into your body and I think open discussion about this as well so like what you're doing Gus is so vital to talk about it talk about your experiences because you know people before you have been through this and maybe they can help you um you know go through whatever challenge you were going through at the time and just yeah it's I I just I don't know I just think it's so exciting it's such an exciting time you know and we've got we've got so much life ahead of us um and you've got more time to yourself to actually sort of design what it is that you actually want to do with the rest of your life it's it's amazing yeah got goosebumps listening to you say that absolutely no it is it's exciting time a really exciting time so don't don't fear it yeah and Mm. um do you feel we've covered everything you wanted to say about it i mean yeah there's i mean this as i say there's so many aspects of, of this that could be sort of in so many tangents you could go off on sort of like you know 
you know, the patriarchy and like, you know, stopping women coming together at this time where, you know, especially with us transitioning into a new earth. And I think, you know, this, we at this age are really needed. Oh yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) we are, you know, our guidance and wisdom is really needed. Um, And it's, uh, you know, and, and it's this whole anti-aging, this youth culture too. Mm-hmm. You're discriminating against yourself if you sort of stay in that youth culture. You're discrim- discriminating against your future self. It's it's like there's nothing wrong with the process. It's all natural. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm really excited about this period of my life. So. I'm, I'm yeah. really, um, I love what you just said, just to pick up on that, you know, it is a natural process that women have been going through for eons, basically. And if we were all living in the village still, which is how we mm-hmm. used to live, women would have not only been around other women that were giving birth all the time and seen births and even helped alongside the grandmothers doing birth, you know, it would have been such mm-hmm. a natural thing. Because also I feel that birth is now seen as a slightly unnatural process. It's so medicalized that it has women fearing that their bodies can't actually do, you know, what they're meant to do. And then in the village, girls would have seen that women aged and became the elders and the women that guided maybe the communities and guided and provided their guidance and wisdom because they'd lived all those years and they'd had all that experience. And there's so much value in having all layers of that village. It's not like just youth you know which is so revered in our culture and then forget about the other stuff that's like of no use you know we and yet because we've had the separation of the village we've become scared of getting old we fear it Mm. and so we I think I feel like perimenopause and menopause is lumped into this getting old bucket where there's no other value to it or purpose and unlike you I feel like gosh if women were able to chuck that old story out because it's really just a story and capture the essence of what this whole transition and period of our life is about there would be the world would be different definitely (laughs) Um, definitely there is so much power in this phase and I just my, my wish is that women see that and younger women coming into it own it and they really relish that transition so that they can harness all that beautiful power and potency that's available and then that's going to cascade out into the world because any everyone acting as themselves being truly themselves and then living their lives from that space can only be good for everyone around them you know absolutely absolutely it's it's um for sure I mean that damn patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) I think they the reason why they suppress women so much is that especially at this stage when you sort of like have all these sort of like stages that you've been through in life there's so much wisdom and there's that connection to earth that comes through more too as well um yeah so powerful so, so empowering powerful. I think that's why they suppressed suppressed mm-hmm. women so much you know the burning of the witches and everything it was because mm-hmm. they realized just how powerful uh, women are mm-hmm. um, whatever stage that we're at and um, I mean we are magical beings absolutely <laughs> and um, we need to step into that no matter what stage of life we're in I mean, each stage is magical but 
yeah, no, it's um, definitely we need to sort of like change the mindset of society in general towards, you know, this phase of life that women go through. Yeah. Oh, Sally, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, it's just, you know, I feel really charged up after chatting to you um, because I feel a lot of what you feel and the way you've, um, you know, articulated it very strongly. Um, I really do. So I'm really grateful for you coming on and sharing your experience so that other women can hear your story and be inspired by this conversation for sure. Um, oh, no, thank you for the experience. Oh, <laughs> Using so, my voice. So welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to just let our listeners know, um, you know, where they can follow along with your adventures. I know you you are basically, you know, in the in in transition as we speak, like moving physically, geographically. You know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, you're 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 navigating transition and big change right now yourself. Yeah. I think yeah. this is this is a part of this phase of our life, isn't it? If we embrace it, it does involve big change. So, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Can you let everyone know where they can find you if they want to follow along with your explorations, your adventures, creations? Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to share about you? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, at the moment I'm building a website which hasn't sort of been um, you know revealed yet <laughs> but uh, you can find me on instagram at sally a dot web um yeah at sally a dot web um that's double b um and there's a little link there that um explains uh what exactly i will be sort of revealing business wise soon so yeah you want to share it here um yeah well that's sort of all about ceremony and ritual um coming together and celebrating life and uh, unity consciousness um I think that definitely is is what we're moving towards and also I have an interview series coming up myself uh, with um the elements and um, how we have a predominant element, like I'm talking about earth elements here, um, how, how we have a predominant element and how we can sort of like bring balance into our life by utilizing the other elements um, and their step into sort of to be more creative, like to feed our creativity. So that's what the interview series is about. Um, and I will be doing a program on the elements soon. Oh, that sounds lush. I'm going to be tuning into that as soon as it's ready. Love, I love <laughs> the you. idea of learning more about the elements and their mm, impact. No, so thank you. I'm, Looking forward to yeah. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Sally. Thank you so much for being here with me. Today. Oh, no. It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. So, no, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I just adore these conversations. If you want to dive into this work yourself, you can head over to my website, the Portals to Becoming More You section, and have a look at the offerings that can support you in this phase. I have something amazing to unveil in the autumn, a whole reclamation journey, and you can jump on the waitlist now for that. And you can also follow along on Instagram. I'll put all the details in the show notes below. 
If you enjoy this conversation, please go ahead and share it with other women who need to hear it or on your feed. And I would be so grateful if you could subscribe, rate or review this podcast, as that is the best way to get these important conversations into more ears and hearts. I've loved being here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in.